Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast. Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan here today. We've uh, been off for a little bit and hoping to get a little momentum going on the uh, podcast. So let's start with, uh, well, let's actually complete our uh, series that we're doing on the fundamental factors of investing. Uh, this is part four, the momentum factor. And so Jordan, you want to start us off with uh, a little background on what the momentum factor is in investing? Yeah. Momentum investing is a strategy that would seek to profit from the continuance of an existing market trend. So basically you're buying stocks that are going up and you're selling stocks that are going down. Uh, there's a large, one of the largest ETFs out there that follows momentum investing. Uh, it's an iShares fund and they're analyzing the stock prices adjusted for volatility over the past six and 12 months. Um, some investors will use long-term moving averages to assess if a stock is going up or down. So this could include a 50-day or a 200-day moving average. These are simply uh, the closing prices over the last 200 or 50 days. Investors will then kind of plot the moving averages on a graph to decide if the trend is going up or down. Um, Investors will also use moving average to determine if there's support or resistance to help make buying and selling decisions. Yeah. So momentum is really about price and price can tell a story uh, really on how investors feel about sentiment towards a certain security or the market overall. Uh, the, the trouble that, that comes across using this uh, or using price only as your guide is that it can change very quickly and you have to have a set of rules in place uh, to follow to make sure that you rebalance and and frequently um, to help account for those changes in sentiment in the market. So we saw this over the past 18 months or so with technology stocks representing a large portion of the momentum stocks. And uh, over really the last 12 to 18 months, they've been one of the hardest hit sectors. While energy was the smallest representation in the momentum strategies just 12 to 18 months ago, is now the most uh, or is now the largest representation uh, for the momentum factor. Um, so, in our opinion, when you when you take a look at <clears throat> investing and you're using price alone as a signal, you know uh, some investors might say you're you're just you're just investing in in ticker symbols, right? right? You're not actually investing in um, the you know, a business and our real philosophy here, you know, when we're, when we're analyzing uh, companies, we're analyzing their cash flow and, and their business quality. Um, so bringing that together into our investment philosophy, how are we using um, uh, momentum here at LVM? Jordan? Yeah, we, we definitely look at it. It's not one of the higher rated factors, but we, we do look at the 50 and 200 day moving averages um, that starts to play into the human psychology where, you know, you see, a stock that's bumping up against resistance or it's, it's finding support. Um, so it's, you know, that psychology crowd behavior, uh, they are well documented 
I don't know, you want to call them trading strategies, but signals that you can use for for buying and selling decisions. Um, I think more importantly, though, rather than just the stock price trend, uh, Tyler, we look at earnings momentum, which I think is probably a better predictor of future stock prices than than the price alone. Uh, walk us through you know estimate trends and how we look at momentum and earnings. What we're doing is we're looking at earnings estimate trends and revenue estimate trends. These are simply analyst estimates for a company's future quarterly and annual earnings. We'll also review uh, company revenues uh, on the same on the same basis from the analysts, and we review how many analysts are increasing earnings estimates for for companies and by what percentage over the last three months and one month timeframes. We also need to know the number of earning estimates increases relative to the number of analysts reducing the earnings uh, or estimates for earnings. That is a plurality calculation to, to help find the companies that have a large majority of analysts increasing estimates versus reducing estimates. So, you know, we, we look at earnings estimates a lot and these can change very quickly. There's a lot of factors that uh, affect that. Um, Tyler, what, what do we see generally? Or, or is there details you want to get on earnings estimates right now for sectors, or maybe start with the market as a whole, and we can talk about why that's changing a little bit. Yeah, so we just ran the numbers here for the Russell 1000, and uh, we're taking a look at over the last one month, analysts have actually reduced their earnings estimates by an average of 1.7% for this year's earnings, so 2023 earnings. And over um, when you're when you're looking at next year's earnings, so 2024, those estimates have actually come down uh, only about one and a half percent. So estimates are certainly coming down over the last month, but when you look out even a little bit further, those numbers are, are actually uh, much worse. So over the last three months uh, of earnings revisions, those are have actually come down by 10 percent. And uh, for for this year, 2023, and they've actually fallen by eight percent for 2024. Yeah, and you you've done a good job pointing this out in meetings. But just because earnings are going down or trends are going down doesn't necessarily mean stock prices are going to go down. 2020 prime example: earnings were down, market finished up what 17, 18 percent. Um, there's not a, a perfect correlation, but I think when you see one or two years of down earnings. Maybe that's more of a market signal that, yeah, there's slower growth ahead or no, no growth ahead. Yeah, and, and the stocks are and the stock market is forward looking. So it, obviously this year is important, but stocks are looking out the next several years as yep. well. To your point about 2020, same thing happened in 2022 on the reverse side, right? We had six percent earnings growth last year, but the market was down 18 percent. So just because earnings fall in one year doesn't necessarily mean that uh, the stocks are going to fall with those earnings. Right. And what I find, I don't know, hard to, to follow with the momentum is it doesn't care about earnings, right? Again, there can be a big disconnect between what the energy sector is doing now and what the earnings estimates are trending down. But the momentum is saying, hey, let's buy these stocks because they've been going up for the last 200 days, three months, six months. Yeah. And that's why I think you know our research here really focuses on the businesses are these good, high-quality businesses that are going to, even if they have a, you know a little speed bump, a down year of earnings, you know we we do think that this business has some good earnings power will continue to grow over the long term. So, focusing on those companies and investing in businesses is is our real focus here. Uh, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, if you have any questions, podcast at lvmcapital.com. <laughs>